Proverbs 18.11. The wealth of the rich is their fortified city. They imagine it a wall too high to scale. There's a word in there that jumps out. It's the word imagine. Imagine that somehow they protected themselves through bank accounts and salaries and pensions and commissions and trust funds. Yet none of us would probably come right out and say we trust in our money. In fact, we we like what the money says. In God, we trust. But if I asked you this question, how would you fill it in? If I only had more blank. Now, some of you who are older might say time because that's something you can't go back and regain. And maybe for you, time is more valuable than money at this stage of life. But I think a lot of us in our conversations in our home, in our conversations with our friends, have said, if I just had more money, that would solve a lot of problems. That would get me out of a lot of predicaments. That would put me on a place of security. But I want to tell you that that's imaginary. That's illusionary. That it's dangerous to trust in our wealth, in our riches. No amount of money can prolong your life or protect you from every hazard that could ever come your way. Right now, we live in very uncertain times. I mean, it's probably the most uncertain time of, of life since I've been on this planet. I mean, I'm not even so sure I like all the candidates running for political office. I'm a little scared of what's out there and what's coming. I am concerned about the terrorists who are ravaging around the world who have as their agenda in life to make it miserable for people and particularly Christians. That that concerns me. It concerns me the amount of cancer and terminal illnesses and and Alzheimer's and and dementia and all the things that seem to be uh, so prevalent in our culture today. I'm concerned about how difficult it is to hold a family together and how marriage is now kind of crumbling in its structure and we're trying to put Band-Aids on it to keep it together. I, I, I look at college campuses in some cities around our country and wonder, how did we get in this place where racial tensions are so high? What's going on? Why is there so much hostility, anger, hatred toward one another? If it's not all the stuff around us, sometimes we go deep within and, God, why is there so much stuff happening within me? Why am I so, so tormented inside all the time? Several years ago, I had a conversation with a family member, and he's a real estate agent. We were talking about investing, and, and he, he really believes that the best investment you can ever make is in real estate because everybody needs a place to live and a home to live in. And at the time, I had just started to get involved with E-Trade, put some money from our savings into E-Trade and, and bought a few stocks and just let it sit there, and you know what happened? It, it started to grow dramatically. I mean, within two years, it tripled uh, in what I put in there. And I started thinking, man, you can stick with your real estate. This is where you can really make money. I started fantasizing that if I could just put more money in there and watch it triple or quadruple, I'd be in a really great place until the dot-com bubble burst. And then all of a sudden, that began to shrink, and I waited it out. It kept shrinking more, waited longer, shrunk more to where I actually lost more than I'd put in or lost most of what, what I put in there. And so I had to conclude that, yeah, my friend was right. Real estate really was the way to go. And over the course of time, he began to build his portfolio of homes that he was selling and homes that he was buying, apartments he was buying and turning around and renting. He got to where his portfolio, portfolio was worth over $5 million. He was paying all these different mortgages, but he was getting rent. 
The real estate market in Arizona kept going higher and higher and higher. He was getting higher rent for his places because people were desperate for places to live, and he was really rolling in the dough. And so he could travel anytime he wanted to, just pretty much do anything he wanted to. He had the means to do that, even though he wasn't a selfish person. He just had the means. But then that bubble popped in Arizona as well and began to reverse itself to where he actually owed a million dollars more than he possessed. He had to file for bankruptcy. And he had to go to court many, many times to fight with his creditors. And he got to the place where he was so down, the successful businessman was so down, single guy, that he really thought of suicide as his only option. Last year, he shared his testimony with his church family and in tears gave, gave praise to the friends that stayed with him during that time of his life when he was so lonely, so desperate, so humiliated. And he said his faith in Christ carried him through. Money can vanish like that. The economy can drop overnight and you can lose. You could get, a, you could get news from the doctor that says, you know what, I got bad news for you. Your future's limited. I was shocked. Two weeks ago, I went to, the, to watch the Denver Broncos play and I didn't know this and Bronco fans probably knew this. But Pat Bolin, who's a very successful man and looking at his, what his team is doing, could not even come to the stadium to receive an award given to him. The, the, ring, of, the ring of Fire, or Ring of Fame, or whatever that is. Uh, he, was, he was inducted into that, but couldn't be present because he's battling Alzheimer's. Is money bailing him out at that point? How much money does he need to get? He, no amount of money. No amount of insurance can protect you from every ill out there. No amount of working out and eating uh, vegetable smoothies can protect you from every physical danger that can confront you. You just can't protect yourself on every side. Yesterday, I talked to a man who said that he's got to get out of the military. He can't go any higher in rank, and they're pushing him out. He's got to give a, get a civilian job, and he's not sure exactly what he's going to be doing, but his wife said to him, don't worry, honey. God has always provided, and he always will. Now, that seems kind of trite. That may seem very simplistic, but I think that's an anchor truth in their lives. I truly believe that even though it sounds simple, God is a father he says, I know what you need, even before you ask. He will take care of us. Maybe not the way we want it or what we would want, but God is looking out for us. That's why the only true security you'll ever have is Jesus. When you get the news that your job is gone, when you hear the news that you lost the child, when you get the report that you have cancer, when you hear the, the, the ticker tape that says the stock market has fallen, what are you going to hold on to? What's left to grip to? What, what's going to be that solid thing that never moves? And I tell you, it's Jesus. He's the only thing that doesn't change. He's the only thing that spans history, spans all of time, because he's eternal. Jesus is, is, is everlasting. Jesus is good. If you looked, if you could, 100 years from now into the future, what would be important at that time? What's important 100 years from now? Your walk with Christ, right? And nothing and no one can take that away from you. No terrorist can. No illness can. No lack of money can. In fact, I would say that those things push the true believer even tighter to Jesus. You can get closer to him. Our securities aren't secure and our trust can't be trusted. Our only security is to trust in Jesus Christ. He is solid. He is there. And as Ray said in the video, the name of the Lord is a fortified tower. The righteous run to it 
and they're safe. When the markets crash, run to Jesus. When the terrorists strike, run to Jesus. When failure and disappointment overwhelm you, run to Jesus. When your marriage is on the rocks, run to Jesus. When your kids are talking back to you and they don't want to see you, they don't want to talk to you anymore, run to Jesus. When your parents don't understand you, run to Jesus. He is the strong tower and he will make you safe. Some of you in this place today, in this very room, are living in uncertainty. There's things going on in your life that just have shaken you to the core. And I want to tell you this. Waiting a doubt is not the way to go. Some of us want to wait it out and see if it gets any better. Because if it gets better, we don't need Jesus, right? But you need Jesus right now. Some of you want to wait and see if it gets worse. Because when it gets really bad, then I'll see Jesus. Run to him now. Some of you are dealing with dark secrets and shame and, and temptations that nobody else understands about you. And you need to run to Jesus. Some of you realize the honeymoon is over on your marriage. And you're in that place for that struggle of, of two trying to become one. And it's hard and it's frustrating and maybe there's some fractures in your relationship. But you need to run to Jesus now. He is a strong tower and he is safe. And the tower light is always on and the tower door is always open. 